sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomew. And I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, all the winners and big announcements from the Game Awards, Elden Ring gets new DLC, and Microsoft promises 10 years of Call of Duty on Nintendo. So here's the news for Sunday, 11th of December. Let's go. Articles to read, podcasts to listen to, and videos to watch on sifter.com.au. Elden Ring is officially the game of the year according to judges of the Game Awards, which was held on Friday in Australia. Here is Elden Ring director Hidetaka Miyazaki accepting the award. Thank you so much. I would like to share this great appreciation with our entire Elden Ring team members, everybody at From Software, our partner Bandai Namco, all collaborators, and last but not least, Mr. Joriar Martin, who created the great mythos for this game. We have faced so many difficulties while developing this game, so as a director, I'm really relieved. And this might not be the you know light thing to say at the you know the on occasion of the um, receiving the GOTY award, but I have made up my mind to create even more interesting games than this. From Software's RPG took home four awards, including Best for Game Direction, Art Direction, and Best RPG. God of War Ragnarok was the big winner on the night, though, winning six awards for Best Narrative, Score on Music, Audio Design, Accessibility, Action Adventure Game, and Best Performance for Christopher Judge as Kratos. Stray picked up Best Independent and Debut Indie Awards. There were also a lot of announcements as well. Frankly, the show was mostly ads for other games, but there were some cool games in there. Hades 2 is in development by Supergiant Games, featuring a new protagonist in the new roguelike in early access next year. Street Fighter 6 got a release date. Those beefy people beat each other into mints in June 2023. Bioshock creator Ken Levine's new studio announced Judas, which looks like Bioshock in a sci-fi setting. Death Stranding is getting a sequel called DS2 at this stage, and it looks like Kojima is taking the win this upper notch. Bayonetta Origins, Seriza and the Lost Demon is a top-down prequel game arriving on March 17th. Celeste Studio Extremely OK Games announced Earthblade, another side-scrolling platformer, but it'll be a while before you can play it. It's coming out in 2024. Diablo 4 will arrive on the 6th of June. Idris Elba will be in Cyberpunk 2077 DLC Phantom Liberty. Armored Core Fires of Rubicon was announced, and Final Fantasy 16 launches on June 22 next year. You can check out the full list of winners as well as other game announcements in our show notes. Good to see Elden Ring getting the love it deserves, but the biggest takeaway for me was that Earthblade trailer. I loved Celeste so much and Earthblade looks like it's going to be well worth the wait. Oh, and bring on Judas. I am dying for some new Bioshock action. Rise tarnished and rejoice because alongside its Game Awards win, one of Elden Ring's biggest mysteries has finally been revealed. If you're like me, you spent way too long trying to figure out how to get into the locked doors of the Colosseum behind the Great Jar in Kaled, only to realize that you just can't. Well, like many speculated, From Software was saving these structures for DLC, and that DLC dropped this week for free, and it looks awesome. Players will be able to duke it out in the Limgrave, Lindell, and Kaled Colosseums in PvP duels, teams, and free-for-all battles. 
just when you think it's over, there's more in store for Elden Ring. I can't wait to see how those DLCs do, especially with the hype of the Game Awards. Maybe there'll be more game mysteries solved with future DLCs. Microsoft has rocked the boat again this week with a surprise twist in the ongoing Call of Duty exclusivity saga, announcing the shooter franchise will be coming to Nintendo consoles. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer took to Twitter to announce that the company has entered into a 10-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo. He followed up with another tweet confirming that PC players have nothing to worry about and COD will continue to be on Steam into the future. The US FTC officially launched their lawsuit against the acquisition of Activision Blizzard, so this feels pretty pointed tactically. Now, Kyle, why does it feel like something is missing from these announcements? You're not wrong, Fee, because what's missing is any kind of reassurance for PlayStation users. Spencer has previously said that Microsoft will continue to release COD to PlayStation, but so far, no formal agreements have been reached. Sassy move, I think, and a risky one, given how much scrutiny the company is under right now. Sticking with Microsoft... Earlier this year, we were warned that the company wouldn't be able to hold its standard game prices for much longer, and we're about to hit that increase. Starting in early 2023, major first-party titles for Xbox Series X and S will rise from $60 US to $70 US. But as usual, pricing will vary depending on the country, so it could be potentially more for Australians. Xbox isn't the first company to raise its prices, with Sony Ubisoft and Take-Two Interactive announcing $70 price points for specific games. Like all game developers, price raises like this reflect the current market, but also the content, tech, and workforce behind the game, so it's to be expected. Sadly, it just means more damage to our wallets every year. Look, at this point, with every generation of console, I've just resigned myself that it'll get more and more expensive every year. I guess, though, in some way, it's pretty good because it's making me pick and choose specific games I want to play rather than just buying a whole bunch. That's it for news. Here are the games releasing this coming week. Out on the 13th is High on Life, developed by Rick and Morty creator Justin Rowland's company Squanch Games. It's a comedic sci-fi shooter and it's out on Xbox this Tuesday. Also coming out on Tuesday is Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. This remake of the 2007 hit PSP title will feature brand new 3D models, a newly arranged soundtrack, and full voice acting. It's out on all platforms on the 13th. Another old game getting a shiny new coat of paint this week is The Witcher 3, which has now been optimised for current generation consoles. This free update will be available on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation on Wednesday. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. This has been walked through by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomeus. And my name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love listening to Sifter, so why not show your support by backing us on Ko-Fi? Your help lets us keep making these shows, so head to sifter.com.au forward slash support. That address again is sifter.com.au forward slash support. Sifter is produced by myself, Fiona Bartholomeus, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer, and Gianni DiGiovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and thanks to both Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. We'll be back with more news next Sunday.